This week, we are joined by Victor Yurosevich. Vic has made a career of working security in the local bar, nightclub, and entertainment scene. We talk with Vic about how his love of music led to his start in the industry, plus such topics as de-escalating tense situations, being passionate about your job, plus a host of different stories from throughout his career. This is part one of a two-part interview, so enjoy the show. Okay, welcome to another episode of the Industry Podcast. We have a really good guest tonight, and uh, we're excited to have him here. Um, as usual, if you like the podcast and you want to support it, the best way to do it is to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you listen to your podcast. Do it. Um, <laughs> uh, also, a shout out as always to Zach Hanna at Zach Hanna Design for all of the artwork. Uh, I guess I should mention, my name is Kip, this is Dan, how are you doing? I'm doing very well, thank you, yourself? Yeah. Uh, you know, well, uh, this is going to be a different kind of podcast, uh, it almost feels like a watch-along. Yeah. <laughs> That's but, true. Uh, it's been, uh, we have a great guest tonight, and uh, we're excited to have him because he is an old friend. We're going to introduce a man who, one time, uh, helped me pull about... <laughs> 6,000 tiny little nails out of a bedroom in my new house. Uh, so if he did that and he's still willing to come on the podcast, <laughs> it's an amazing thing. It was a great uh, three days. Yes, yeah. <laughs> great three days. Please welcome the one and only Victor Yurosevich oh, well, on the hello. Industry Podcast. How's hey, it going? Thank you. I'm doing All awesome. Right, let's thank start you. this with a shout of tequila. Cheers, so That's how this show's going to go. Cheers. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, well, here's the other thing that's interesting about this guest tonight is that we have yet to have someone who chiefly worked in the area of security at bars. Uh, we've pretty much covered every other area of the industry, but we have not really done a whole lot about people who worked in security. Like, I, I've done it, amazingly, <laughs> but, <laughs> based on my size, but, like, we, when I first started so cute. working... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Adorable people coming down the stairs and being like, "This guy, like no way, wait, but this guy." So like, I don't think I will show you my ID. Shouldn't you be in the washroom giving yeah. me some hankies? <laughs> oh, here we go. Okay, true, true. So, but yes, but that's only because I had to do when I worked at the bomb shelter. You had to do every job. I worked at the campus yeah. pub. That's yeah. the way. That's the way. It brought you up. I actually think it's a very good idea. Mm -hmm. Do you? Would you agree with that? At least that, like, if you. I mean, I guess you haven't really. You've done some bartending, but yeah. uh, like, starting at the level of security is probably the best way to go. Oh, one hundred percent. I mean, I mean, if you know, the most of the people that security ends up bouncers end up having to deal with have gotten to that point because they've been served to a certain point <laughs> where <laughs> yeah, they yeah. have to. Yeah. And I mean, it's it's a lot easier to, I mean, I know when I crossed over into bartending because I started security first, mm -hmm. when I crossed over into bartending, it was like, it was really, it was kind of like a the shit kicker into my head. I was like, fuck, I'm trying to make money. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to sell booze. But also, I can't serve this person anymore, like right. because they're too fat, yeah. messed up, right? Like it's you can it's, say fuck, that's yeah, right. okay, good, okay. Yeah. But um, it's uh, and I mean everything in in the in the bar industry, nightclub industry, restaurant industry, everyone feeds off of each other, right? It's it, it is a total like full circle mm -hmm. where or it should be if it's working it, properly. Well, it really yeah. should be, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, sometimes it's not. <laughs> but, uh, oftentimes yeah, it's not. But I get, but I get your not. point. Is like that, but it's if, great if things, starting if out. things are working perfectly, yeah. that's the way it should go. Exactly. Well, it yeah. should be a well-oiled machine, right? Mm -hmm. And um, just to keep everyone safe and make sure everyone makes money. Man, and, what are we in this for? Like, to everyone's everyone, in this to make everyone money. Everyone to make money, yeah. You know, and then... You know, and to provide a safe and cool experience it, for your guests. At 100%. Yeah. You know, 100%. And it's, that's just like, those are givens in this industry, man. Like, it's, if you're security, you're there to make sure that everyone's safe. You know, they call it the fun police and stuff like yeah, that, yeah, yeah. which is like, fine. That's yeah. cool. 
Well, in my experience with you, you've never been the fun police. Well, so. and, 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 <laughs> but I know what you mean. When, when, you, when and, you're working your job. Well, when and you are serious when you're working your job. And, yeah. But you, oh, I, let, well, I want to touch a, a bunch on a bunch of different things about your experience as security because yeah. I actually think you're one of the best I've ever seen do it. Um, <laughs> and I've worked in a lot of fucking Thank bars you. and yeah. been in this industry for 30 years. So uh, right. yep. I'm qualified to make the mm -hmm. assessment. But I will I'll say, take it. Okay. Yeah, well, yeah, what choice do you have? Can we talk a little bit about, like, the possible... Like, you were mentioning, okay, so w when you move from security to um, working behind the bar, and, like, yeah. all of a sudden things change, it's like, oh, I'm trying to make money, but this person's had... <laughs> can you talk about any potential conflicts you've had with... Um, servers or bartenders in an area like that because they're trying, they're over-serving. You, you know yeah. that's going to be your problem later. Well, see, I, I'm just going to correct you there. Like, I was always, like, I, it wasn't about me making money. It was about the bar making money. Sure, okay. I've yeah. always been like Fair that. Fair enough, yeah. And, I mean, whatever I get in the end because yeah. I wasn't used to that, like, uh, counting on my tips and stuff like that. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, I, but I was always, like, you know, if you over-serve this guy, like, what the fuck? Like, right. don't, like, if he became a problem three orders ago, mm -hmm. let me know two orders earlier. Right. <laughs> you know? Right, like, right, right. It's, uh... So have you had any, I've like, had, straight up fights oh, with... With... With, sir, like, bartenders or servers? Like, conflicts? We'll, we'll get into the other kind conflicts? of fights okay. later. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Conflicts. Like, I, uh, yeah, no, I made more arguments, yeah. 100%. Yeah. And, I mean, it's... it's it's. Uh, I think that's something that would just be natural in that... In, in the industry environment, mm -hmm. I guess. How do you handle um, it? Well, in the beginning, it, before I got my coolness, like my head, <laughs> well, my head, right? Yeah, you know, yeah, I'm like, yeah. what yeah. the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Like, you know, I didn't know until freaking like, you know, and like an hour ago or, or like he did this an hour ago and now I'm just hearing about this. What, what, like he pissed on the bar an hour ago and why am I just hearing about it now? Because he didn't tip you enough? Right. Or whatever, right. you know what I mean, and and I would explode like that, mm -hmm. you know, because I'm like, it's it's not fucking rocket science. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Someone is coming up to the bar and going, can I just get you? Yeah, and you're like, well, he ordered this before, so let's just give him this and take his money. But you know, you, you also gotta. But you know that eventually you, that's going to be your problem. <laughs> well, and that yeah. that too, my problem and my team, my team's your problem. Your team's problem, yeah, yeah, no, um, because. You know, not for nothing. You you always gotta like, even though as security, the bouncers, you got you're looking after everybody, right? Mm -hmm. You should be looking after everybody. Yeah. You know the oh the other the bussers, yeah. the right. the yeah. door girls, the freaking code check girls, the servers, the bartenders, yada yada yada. And also the other guests, right? <clears throat> and the guests and the regulars, where you're kind of like, you know, we get a lot of egg on our face when shit goes down. Mm -hmm. To the point where it's like, whoa, what the what the fuck happened here? Mm -hmm. Like, why did that end up like this? You know, mm -hmm. I've ended up on the bottom of a lot of freaking, a lot of, you know, rolling around in the dance floor fights. I have a surprise. Back in the day. I have a hard time believing you ended up on the. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that's the thing, though, because I was, that was me. Like I was always like, fuck this, boom, yeah. <laughs> like I'm in, you know. And uh, I, you know, when when I finally realized that, you know, you gotta you gotta be smart about it. You gotta not a a. You gotta not freak out at your your uh, the the people you're working with. Serving team or whatever. You know, yeah. it, like in front of people. Uh -huh. Wait, wait for after hours. Yeah, know? and then go. You know what, dude? Maybe just like come to me or come to one of us. Well, that's a good lesson. That's what we're here for. That's a good lesson. What I that I even had to learn as like a manager owner of yeah. a bar as well is like it doesn't do anyone any good to have that conflict when everyone's in the shits at the same time. Yeah. Like yep. just save it yep. and talk calmly. And plus, you will be more calm later. Yeah. Well, you know what? And especially like throughout the night, you're gonna like you said, calm down and stuff like mm. that. But it's gonna be like. She's so stupid, or he's so stupid, <laughs> or you know, like it's like, and I get it, like it, it's you know they want to get, get the it. money. Some people are stupid, wanna, you know, and <laughs> yeah, you know, most people are stupid, but 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 you know, and I get it, like not, I, I not get you, it. faithful You're, listeners. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, not you guys at all. No. Well, except for you, yeah. uh, but um, it's it doesn't it doesn't help the the whole 
well-oiled machine thing. Yes, because uh, when when we're sitting in the dark and going like that, we have regulars or customers that are seeing shit going down, like, mm. um, and and like security not taking care of it because we don't know. Right, and and it, <laughs> like, and, it, it come and tell us. Yeah, you know, like we're supposed to be the eyes and ears of everything, and you know, nine times out of ten we are, and we'll catch that shit. But you know, there's that you know that one like dark corner that we miss or you know this guy that's well you can't be everywhere at once too you know and and no matter how hard no matter how hard like club owners try you know to get coverage everywhere it's all about it's it's about the human being that's in that position you know it's not about you know it's not like we're not all cameras right <laughs> you no, know no, you're not yeah. cameras you're human you know? beings yeah. we're human beings yeah. that are like you know distracted by hot chicks <laughs> which is 100% a big part of it, man. You know, yeah. like a lot of guys become bouncers because they can't get laid before. <laughs> like they can't get laid without that power. When I <laughs> worked at the bomb shelter okay. at, on the door, when no. I first started working there, because that's how you started. I had already been bartending several years before that, but when I worked at the campus bar at the bomb shelter, I worked with these guys, and I'm not going to name no, them, no, I, yeah. but the, they, to skip the line... They would have <laughs> ladies come and blow them in the broom I mean, closet, yeah. like literally in the broom closet. Yeah. Like uh, this was like a 1980s sitcom. Yeah, <laughs> it's like Motley Crue. That's the life of Motley Crue, man. Yeah. Yeah. A also, Motley Crue security also, guard. Also That's a 1980s it. sitcom. That's exactly, exactly. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm a roadie for Motley Crue. I get head all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they do. Yeah, yeah. Still, <laughs> oh. still is yeah. the worst yeah. part. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, and I mean that's that's I I get that. That's not why I came into that. No, at all. It's why you stayed. It's. <laughs> it's what, yeah, that, that's why I got a lot ahead. But uh, <laughs> but, uh, but also, I was always like when I started at Volcano. Like Volcano was my first actual legitimate gig. Okay, uh, I, yeah, okay. I, I don't but, mean to interrupt you, but I just yeah. want to go down this path while we're sure. on it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, why did you get into it? Uh, because it was... Because you're a big dude? And be, that's because I was a big dude and I loved live music. Oh, okay. And the Volcano, at, at the time, they were doing live bands all mm. the fucking time. Like, Big Sugar was playing there all the time. They are one of my favorite bands. Uh, SNFU was my first my first gig, my first night at the Volcano. So the Volcano was a, uh, a like <coughs> alternative kind of concert venue in yeah. downtown Kitchener yeah. at the time. Yeah. Just, yeah. just for people who yeah. are listening. Yeah, yeah. and um, it was, uh, it, it was, I had no idea where the hell else I was going. Mm. And I, I was down there, we, we used to party down there all the time. Shoe pool, underage, yada, 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 mm -hmm. whatever. Um, I think that's safe to say now. Um, <laughs> And uh, got uh, I got hired the, the last year and a half that they were open. I was working there, and uh, it was like I didn't have like a. It's not like I yearned to be a security guard, no. <laughs> a bouncer or anything. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? But you know, all through high school, all this like football, rugby, yada yada, yada mm -hmm. big dude. You know, got into fights. Never loved fighting. Still don't love fighting. But never loved. Fighting. Well, I we can talk about that a little bit later. Yeah. But yeah, because I uh, I have some interesting questions about that. Right. But yeah, like, yeah. But that's not why you did it. No, man. No. I got into it because I, I was like, holy shit, these guys are gonna pay me like at the time in like ninety mid nineties. I can't remember when. I was like, these are gonna pay me like like you know nine bucks an hour to stand on the stage and listen to the music that I listen to the bands that right. I love. And oh, okay, and so like when I interrupt you here, like do you have and because you're a big guy right. and you're an intimidating looking gentleman and sexy. I, well, and sexy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, and sexy. It doesn't really doesn't really work into where I was going, but let's just bring it out there. And sexy. Um like, do you find that you don't, you get into less fights just because of that? No. Oh, you don't. No. Because we had uh, Dan Moran on here before, yeah. and, and he he would, like, that's definitely yeah. the situation that he was in, because yeah. he was such a massive... Yeah, and no one would fuck with him, and I mean, yeah. that's, that's... Like, that's, I don't think anyone like that's, I don't think anyone I that that guy can him. actually fight. I wouldn't fuck with yeah. him. I wouldn't yeah. fuck with him. I know you can fight, because you know. I once saw you leave a ring in on someone's <laughs> forehead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's another thing we'll get back on because yeah. I hate that. Because mm. yeah, anyway, 
Anyway, I, I didn't like going to the hospital and having to get rings that I'd love cut off my fucking hands mm. because I would have to get into fights with these guys <laughs> yeah. that were just fucking being dickheads. Mm-hmm. Like, and I mean, I, I, you know, and both of you know me, all th- well, you know me too. Like, I give a lot, I give a lot of room. Yes. Well, okay, I want to talk about that. So let's, since you brought it up, let's yeah. talk about that. Yeah. Um, the one thing that I was, that I learned in my brief yet sterling career as a <laughs> bouncer is that it's like Roadhouse I learned from Patrick Swayze just coming out roundhouses at your cowboy yeah. roundhouse <laughs> roundhouse roundhouse yeah <laughs> I feel like you don't remember <laughs> Um, you dyed your hair since. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> but, but one thing I learned was that the best thing you can do... Kipper's the guy fucking the chick in the back yeah, and going... Right. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I'm, sorry. <laughs> I'm married now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Kipper's the guy doing the accounting. <laughs> that's right. That's right. The accountant. Uh, that's become a tough guy role since Ben Affleck did it anyway. So... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Great movie. <laughs> okay. okay but no. Getting back to where I was going. The one thing that was drilled into me was that the best thing you can do is talk a person out of a situation rather than go to violence first and foremost. When I first started working at the bomb shelter, this was an era where like one of the first nights I ever worked there, I saw a guy got get taken out. We had the big <coughs> wooden doors at the top of the stairs. And they opened those doors with some guy's head, head. as they were yeah, yeah. like turfing him out. So when was this? What? Sorry, yeah, what, this would be like '93, early '90s. Yeah. 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 yeah, 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 exactly. So yeah, that's a given. But yeah, one yeah. thing I know that you are—I know this about you—that you're from the school of like, despite the fact that you can clearly handle yourself, and people can look at you and understand that. Yeah. Uh, and, and honestly, even if you couldn't, they would look at you and understand that. You know, like you look like a guy who can handle stuff, and and yeah. that helps as well. Yeah. Uh, but you have never been that guy who goes to violence first, even though you've you've supervised people who definitely do that. So talk to me a little bit about a what <laughs> what is the route to take? Yeah. Like, even though you can probably you could probably solve a problem in two minutes but you choose to solve it in 10 yep. minutes yep. would that be accurate yep. uh and then well, how three, do you three and a half okay <laughs> well but also and that that's a good point though you know how much time do you give mm-hmm. okay so let's talk about all that and then also talk to me a little bit about how you um how do you train people working under you to do the same thing because i know that's a problem yeah because well <laughs> that was all i mean that was always that's still a problem and even, like, nowadays when you get guys that, I mean, nightclubs are obviously, mm-hmm. you know, like, yeah, sure. not happening. But, you know, back in the time you know, when bars were a thing. But, you get, yeah, <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. You get, you get the guys, and the, the big misconception is, like, you know, everybody has to be like you described me. Mm-hmm. No. Right. You need, the, you need the kind of two teams, the two sides. You need the... I'm going to use the term bulldogs, which mm-hmm. is endeared to my heart because of my two bulldogs. If they're listening, they'll know who I'm talking about. But you need the bulldogs, and you need, you need the dudes that are like that will unleash the bulldogs. Mm. So you're always going to need dudes like I, I fancy myself to be that will go up to a situation and go, okay, listen, man, you're kind of being a dick. Mm-hmm. You this and that. And I mean, like to certain points, like, if, if I see a guy pissing on the bar, I'm going to kick him in the back sure. of his yeah, ass yeah, yeah, yeah. and fucking drag him out the right, back door right, and, right. and whatever, you know. But, you know, there's there's certain things where you don't want, like, someone has to be aware of the rest of the people in the bar, the rest of the customers, you know, where you don't want to, you want to squash your bar being the sawdust fucking on the floor and blood, like, you know, mm-hmm. like the roadhouse bar, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. you know, like you, you want to calm that down. You, That's you, not a place where people want to come. You want, yeah, exactly, man. And then, you know what? You're just welcoming that shit. Yeah. If, if you're like fucking like brawling every night and fucking like, you know, girls are getting elbowed in the fucking eye sockets and, you know, cause bouncers have to take care of these two guys mm-hmm. or whatever, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like you want to be as like, you want to be like, you know, seal team six or really like get in there fucking first talk listen man either you're gonna fucking you're gonna walk out with me now 
or those three guys back there are going to fucking drag you out. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> um, but so I've you got you got to have you got to have that you got to have that power enough as like you're saying I have. Yeah. You got to have that power enough to hold the bulldogs back. Yeah, Where but, you're like, they're like, okay, Vic's talking to him. That's cool. But yeah, like, it's not just that, and I don't mean to interrupt you, but no. like, it's not just that you are holding Yeah, you the do. Bulldog. That's all he does in this fucking podcast. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, if you've listened, you know. I did. Yeah. <laughs> I'm fucking, I'm sorry. No, go I, I got to stop you yeah. when I can. Yeah. Because <laughs> if you bring up a point that I want to expand yeah, on, that's what please we do. do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so. Because I got nothing. I came here with a bottle of Jack Daniels. That's all I came here with. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. we know this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, like, well, well, the only thing I want to say about that is, like, I just want to interrupt you only to say that it's not just that you're holding your bulldogs back. Like, you will lawyer some motherfuckers off their position without ever having to lay a hand on them. And that's kind of what I'm trying to get on. Like, despite your <coughs> size and ability to handle yourself yeah, yeah. and the bulldogs you've gotten waiting, you will, your first choice will always be to talk them out of the bar. Yeah, oh, 100%. Yeah. And, I mean, that's that goes back to the whole... You know, as a bartender going like, well, I can make a lot of money off this person, but also he's drunk, so I'm not going to serve him. Anymore. Right. So that goes back to the point where um, the head of security, whatever, running the team and going like, where do I want to work? Mm-hmm. You know, like, where, do I want to work at Nicholson's Tavern back in the day? You know, where fucking like eyeballs were getting fucking rolled up at the end of the night. <laughs> <laughs> or do I want to work at a place where I can just, like, where girls are feel comfortable comfortable coming because what makes money yeah you know girls come and then guys come and they fucking try to act all fucking look at me i just cashed my check (laughs) you know like and that's 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 business like that's it's a business we're like i'm not hired to be just like a shirt filler cop right you know which is a big issue in our industry We'll get to that. Like, no, talk about it right now. Well, well, you know, especially now since the, um, well, not now, over how many years ago was it that we have to have all licenses? And mm-hmm. stuff. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Um, I can't knock it because I've been in the situations from when I worked downtown at Metropolis in New York and shit where I, I get it, kind of. <laughs> you know, like, I get it. But also some of my best hires have been Dudes that were fresh out of jail, uh, needed a legit job mm-hmm. to go with a paycheck to their freaking parole, their parole officer, and they didn't want to go back to jail. Mm. And they're tough as fuck. How do you curb, like, an inclination towards, like, like, how do you train your staff to not have the inclination first to go to violence? I show, I show them. I, yeah. I, I try By always, example. I always try to be in any situation. I've always said, come to me, mm. come to me and let me know. Cause uh, you know, you both know I was at the front door for most mm. of my career. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I did. You don't have to put it in quotes. Nobody can yeah, see it. And also, and also, <laughs> it is a, and also it is a for most of my career, yeah, yeah. you know, and I, I'm very proud of that, you know, but most of the shit would come to me, mm. you know, even with the owners and stuff like that. Mm. Hey Vic, this is happening. Okay, sweet. Get, get my second to come and cover the door. I would go inside. <laughs> and whatever the situation was, you have to have kind of a, a plan for it, man. Like, you can't, you, you can't just go in, like, knuckles dragging. Mm-hmm. You know, that's not good for anybody. Right, but you must, you must hire so many people all the time that are the knuckle-dragging type. No, 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 no. You have to know how to weed those out, though. Yeah, but you're, you're still going to get some that filter through. You're, you're going to get the ones that filter through, but also you got to look at our situation here in this city where you're not hiring outside of, like, Lyric and mm. Metropolis days, where you're not hiring, you're not doing a freaking uh, uh, job fair every week. Right. You know what I mean? Like, you're actually... Yeah, like, you want to... You're, lo- you're looking at dudes, and you're interviewing them, and you're, like, you know, you're you're going over racial slurs. You're going over freaking, you know, what if they say something about your mother, or what if they do this and that, right, right, right. and you're, like, actually, like... like oh, you literally do that? Physically grabbing dudes and going, well, what if someone does this to you? 
So like you, have that's you, how I was hired you, at Abstract. Like you've had a conversation where it was like if somebody calls you this, the, what's your yeah. reaction? No, one hundred percent. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. Oh. And there there has been times when and I learned that from from Abstract. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Where you know I was like that's a that's an actual that's literally the best question to ask. You know if if you're whatever whatever you are. If someone uses the, the racial slur oh. for what you are, oh, that's really what, what are you going to do about it? Uh, and you're asking them in that in that environment like, where okay, because I just can I can I dive yeah, deep? Go uh, if you're if you're having that interview with person, yep. like are you using the terminology? Yep. Holy shit! Yep. Really? Yep. And I learned that from that. And from, you and that's how you gauge. And reaction. you know what? They go like they go like. Fuck, and if they leave, that's cool, and I get that, you know. And it's not like it's not something that I would I would normally think of doing, but it's genius if you're hiring people mm. for an actual security position, for an actual power position. And did you learn that from someone, or is that just something you came up with? I learned that. From so who did you learn from? Mike. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, from Mike. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. so which was genius, man. Like it's it's actually like if if you actually drop that. You actually see in that situation how they're like, and the, more often than not, it's been like, whatever, hmm. from from the the interviewees, right? Yeah. So when you first started, <laughs> yeah. when you first started, like your first security job, yeah, like, were you like? I feel like you're naturally talented, like, but and I think I think there is some sort of natural talent that goes into it. One hundred percent. Yeah. Like, yeah. despite what people tend yeah. to think. Yeah. 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 How much do you feel like you've learned to get better since day one to now? Or was it just all natural? Uh, it, it's going to sound weird because when I was doing, like, before I actually got, like, into the nightclub, like, the bouncer situation I was doing, which was, like, at, like, 20, 20 years old, I think. Or and I think I now, was doing, now you're somewhere in the neighborhood of 100. I was doing, yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like 8,000 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> 20 AD. Yeah. <laughs> I was doing, like, fest, like shit, the parties, my cousin's parties and stuff. Oh, like okay, that. yeah, yeah. And uh, that's, a, that's, like, a whole other fucking monster. All right, and we're Shit, back yeah, after cheers. a small piss of smoke break <laughs> with uh, Victor Yurosevich. Um, oh, we wanted to... Whew, and a shot of Jack Daniels. Um, <laughs> oh. oh, do you want a wine glass? Uh, yeah, I can get one. Yeah. Okay. That'll do you good. Yeah. Actually, if you don't mind, they're right there. Um, so we wanted to talk about how you first got into it with your cousin's party. So let's talk a little no, bit. No, we didn't want to. Oh, we did? Oh, I did. I did. Okay. And I got, I got news for you, pal. You can kick my ass at any time, but this is my fucking show. Yes. <laughs> so, um, before, years before, I was hired at uh, Volcano. Um, I think I was like 17, my first uh, festival show. And you were always a giant among men. And I was sure. big, man. Yeah. I was huge, man. I mean, yeah. like, even in high school and shit like that. And just... Big, yeah. you know. How tall are you? Six three. Six three. Uh, I think I was six five in high school. Cocaine's <laughs> <laughs> uh, a hell of a drug. He's an hammer. And um, but also just the uh, I always wanted to be connected. You know, I always wanted to be in in the fun. Right. You know, so, and the, like, what are festivals? And, and, and the yeah. fact that you were a big dude, that was the easiest way dude. to get that into it? That was my in, right? Okay. You know, where, and then also, it was a family, it was family, right? So, I actually gave a fuck. Right. Like, I, I, when I was working door, I was like, like, militant, like, I was a calculator. I was mm. never, I failed freaking math all through school, but put me at the front door, counting cash, boom, boom, boom. And boom, that's boom. never really left you. <laughs> And do you feel like do you feel like that's because the places you've worked since then have felt like family to you? Oh, one hundred percent. Other outside of uh, volcano. Okay. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Outside of volcano, yes. Okay. Yes. I just want to take yeah. a quick diversion about volcano yeah. for a while, where yeah. tell you about again because we're probably gonna move on. Yeah, yeah. Is it or is it not true 
at Volcano. They had 32 ounce beer cups, and that they would bust them and then refill them and, and resell them. And refill them. Uh, I don't know. So, like, if somebody yeah. had like a half cup, yeah, yeah. they would be bust and then they would refill them. Uh, That's just a rumor. I don't know if it's true. Yeah. I do know I got sick a couple of times after I left there. Yeah, that's, I mean, it was also the volcano, so. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And for me, it was also the drugs and booze. There, there, so. there, there was a lot of asbestos, cocaine, and ecstasy down there. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, All right. Yeah, yeah. Well, we don't know. I guess we don't know. I guess yeah. we don't know. Yeah. Um, okay, let's talk. Let's, I'm going to go with Lisa probably drank all the half ones. Oh, <laughs> Lisa's a lovely person, but man. <laughs> I, love, I love her to death. But also, my, the ending of my volcano story was that I went to work the night that... So I was... The week before, I was told, okay, you're going to be the front door guy. Mm. So <clears throat> wear, a, wear, a, wear a sport coat. Ah, I like, really? I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> you know what I was, sport coat? So, like, so you, went and, to, you went to Big like, Steel yeah. Man at the mall? And like, fucking like... <laughs> like, like, why? Because... And literally, why? Because SNFU is playing? <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, really? So I went to the fucking doors, and the doors were chained up. Oh, wow. So that's when they fucking closed. And, uh, and then, I won't get too deep into it, but me and my buddy Rob Lepler, he had a... Anyway, whatever. Okay. Shit went down. Money's still old. But, but, so, but well, I don't like your chances. <laughs> not, a, not at all. Not um, at all. Okay. Well, uh, and there's I, I, here's a, here's some other unfortunate news for you. This is not a paid gig either. Yeah. <laughs> no, I got beer. I'm good. <laughs> um, Sorry. Hang on. Am I paying for this beer? <laughs> Holy fuck. Yes, yes, Rainy, we gotta go. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Do you guys got enough? Is that good? <laughs> That's good. Call yeah, it. Yeah. He's out. Um, Peace out, bitches. <laughs> okay, so going back to your cousin's festivals, let's, let's, let's start there. Let's, so so that, that was like my first kind of uh, uh, introduction into security. Mm -hmm. Like bounce were dumb or whatever. Although, like, not for nothing, like I was really like fast-tracked into the backstage kind of like comfort zone where, you know, there was like important bands playing. And that must have felt like a cool thing for a guy your age at that <laughs> Dude, I was like, I was like, fucking, I was, I was on cloud nine. And you're a musician as well, so that's like, you must cloud have been. nine, dude. Yeah, you I know. Can and then you know, like working, working, uh, working backstage for like bands like Jenna Tortures and shit like mm. that, and you know, and um, like just getting my mind blown. And uh, you know, I, I think that's, that's less, like less of the story that where you know it was like. Again, going back to like the Motley Crew, like backstage kind of shit, yeah. like where it was so like, like yeah. do you feel like the glamour drew you in? Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, one hundred percent. And then let me ask you this: Do you feel like, like years of doing the job, <coughs> kind of took the sheen off it, or do you feel feel uh, good about it? Well, no, years of the job uh, didn't take the sheen off. It really? At all. <laughs> but um, but that's again not the main that th that has nothing to do with why I went into like the nightclub mm. industry, you know, because that's, a, it's a totally different, oh, it is. it's night and day. Oh, really? Night and day. Okay. So t t tell me why. <laughs> night and day. Well, you know what, if you're working, you're working like the festival shows, you're working the outside shows, like, um, it's, I guess I was a little sheltered with the backstage shit because we just have to like, you know, keep dr <laughs> drunken high, idiots from jumping on the stage right. to where, you know, and like Dan Moran and, you know, like Godchuck can attest to yeah. this shit. Dan Moran, you know, a, a yeah. interview available yeah. in the you know, yeah. podcast exactly. archives. Exactly. Check it out. Exactly. Check it out in the archives. His was awesome. Yeah. But uh, it's, uh, it was a beginning, beginning where also you're, you know, I was drunk and high as fuck. Mm. And sitting there, like literally sitting side stage and going like, well, you're not cute enough. <laughs> but that was that was implemented so it's a different job entirely that that was implemented yeah. you know and i didn't take that to being the front door guy at whatever club. okay so that's, that's, that's actually interesting so essentially you're saying they're both security jobs but they're completely different oh 100 it's like so like i'm trying to compare it like 
would be the difference between working like a fine dining restaurant and working bartending a fine dining restaurant and working bartending a strip club. Or maybe not that severe. Mm. Yeah. Or more chain restaurant to find Or chain restaurant. Maybe that would be a little more. I just wanted yeah, to yeah. talk about strippers. Yeah. <laughs> well, also, work in strip clubs, man. Like, I mean, it's... Yeah, you've it, done that too. And that doesn't, like, that doesn't change, like... Well, see, this is why I'm the master of transition. Yeah. Because <laughs> I want to talk about... I want to talk so about anyway, <laughs> when she was <laughs> popping the fucking oh. balls out of her crotch... Can you, well, we just need to, we just, that's going to be the opening of the show from now on, just that sound. How can he do it? Okay, I want to do an easy, okay, I do want you to answer that question, yeah. and tell me the difference, and then I want to talk about the strip club years. I'm putting that in quote. The, the strip club like years. Chapter yeah. three of the Studios of Bitch biography, yeah. the strip club years. But, um, but the difference between, like, let's flesh that out a little bit more, the difference between the the festivals and the nightclubs. Well, between the festivals and the clubs, like you're you're looking at uh, from my, whatever my experience was from the festivals. It's, it's my opinion, my experience. Mm-hmm. I, there's you know, and I, I was front stage, I was backstage, I was uh, this and that, but also with the where I came from from the festival circuit you have to be a little bit more open-minded and aware of uh the fact that it's not just alcohol drugs it's 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 a whole plethora of drugs Mm -hmm. that people are on but isn't that the same thing in a nightclub not to that not to that effect not like not to that effect where you're like like like, give me a percentage Percentage drugs to alcohol from festival to nightclub. Yeah, like, uh, like you're looking at like ninety five percent more <laughs> freaking festivals. Where you're like, where I was like, dr- like going uh, hopping the fence of the front stage and dragging people out that I would notice that were like mm. on the ground getting trampled and go like, oh fuck. Oh, they just need like help. I would drag them out and. You know, go like, listen, what do you want? What are you this and that? Rah, 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 rah. Where you, you don't mostly get that with the nightclub, with the bouncer. So let me ask you this. Is it... Is it Because it's, it's a little more... It's a little more... In a nightclub situation, it's a little more... Like you have that square footage of where, you know, you, like... But can I ask you this? Is it like a more of like when you're at the festival, you're like... I'm, this, this, I'm more drunk and high. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. But despite that, is it like this more this person needs help than as opposed to when you're like, club, like this situation needs to be dealt with? <laughs> oh, yeah. 100%. Okay. 100%. So that's a difference. You know, and, well, the huge difference is, and I mean, you look at like where, where shit like that crosses over, you know, with the, um, what can I do? Like, it's almost like what having to having to take care of a stage like 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 the uh, acts on the stage, uh, knowing that the people that are there are hopefully more fucked up than you. Always in my situation, more <laughs> fucked up than me because I mean I'm there. I'm getting paid. Yeah. And, you know, like I'm getting paid to do a job. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm sure I'll drop one tab of acid. But, but whatever, you know, at, at, you know, halfway through the main, the main acts freaking performance, you know, and then whatever, yada, 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 you know, but I'm there to do a job, you know, and you look at like shit, like if you think of, you know, like the assassination of Dimeg Daryl, you know, and shit like that, like in a little fucking club like that. Like, you know, when, when, like, secured, I'm not blaming anyone, I'm just saying, like, that shit can happen, like, any, that shit can happen right now. Like, someone mm-hmm. could break through your door and fucking shoot me in the back of the head. Or whatever, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's, uh, there's a lot of shit on security's head where you, if you're getting paid to do a job and you fail at it, it's like, well, what the fuck? It's my fault. Then it's my fault, 100%. So in a nightclub where, you know what, you're, you're on a legit payroll, 
Mm-hmm. You're paying taxes. You have a boss, who, someone who signs your paychecks, mm-hmm. this and that. You're hired for a fucking job. Mm-hmm. Like you're there to do that job. Do it. Right. You know, and forget about like, you know, a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of people forget about the, you know, multi-million dollar uh, forcible ejection insurance that nightclubs get and yada, 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 this mm-hmm. and that. Like when you think about the amount of people that work at nightclubs as bouncers don't know about that insurance coverage and do what they do still like fucking hurt people, punch people, fucking mm-hmm. like, you know, like not choke people out. Yeah. Like that's scary. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's like, and with festivals, you don't have that. Right. With the festivals I worked at, you right. don't have that. Yeah. You know, was, I was just there looking after my family. Okay. You know, uh, I, but okay. with nightclubs, man, it's like, you, you got to fucking, you got to pull it in a little bit, man. You got to pull it in. You know, yeah. you got to give it that, like you were saying, like I, 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 I feel I'm good at giving that extra two, three fucking four that, minutes. Whatever it takes. You're going to listen, dude. You're not impressing anybody right now. It's, you know what? You could either walk out now and not be embarrassed in front of your friends and mm-hmm. the chick you're trying to pick up, or you can get dragged out unconscious. <laughs> can, yeah. yeah which, you know, which is the, that's the quickest. That's the quickest, you know? And I mean, it's, uh, it's can I ask you a difficult question um, I have known you for a long time mm-hmm. I have had many late night conversations yeah. with you yeah. you're a hyper intelligent person has there ever been a situation where you felt like I'm a hyper intelligent person and I like bounce bodies for a living uh, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um uh, there was a point, and that all goes back to, to kind of bring it back to the uh, the statements from a lot of people throughout. And, and people industry. judge your job, too. Like it's just throughout not the, the industry thing. going yeah. like, so what are you going to do when you grow up? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, yeah. Well, we all deal with yeah. that. We all deal with that. And, I, and that's what I mean. Yeah, like yeah, uh, yeah. Everyone in, our, in, in the industry mm. deal with that. But so you, you know more, what, your, your job more than anyone else. <laughs> well, if, if you do my job right, more than anyone, uh, like, if you do the security bouncer, cooler, whatever, mm-hmm. slash job right, it's, it doesn't come up as much. Um, in my early, it, well, in my, like, mid to late 20s, that was an issue. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah. So, I don't want to be seen you know, like my, a dumb bouncer. My, my, my yeah. like, when my... For my, your personal self my, my sister's second, my nephew, my sister's second uh, kid asked me what I do for a living. I was like, well, I, as a joke, I was like, I beat people up for a living. Mm. And I was like, joking at the time, but I was like... But wait, is that what I This did? is yeah. kind of like what I'm perceived... To do. Right, it's perception. Perception. Yes. Yeah. So, you know? so this is why I'm asking you mm. because the, you're right. All of us in the industry yeah. go through the same thing. Mm. Uh, obviously, that's not what you do. What mm. I mentioned earlier is that you are specifically. Oh, so I try that word again. Specifically. <laughs> specifically. <laughs> specifically. Yeah. The the best I've ever seen at that's not right. doing it that Thank way, yeah. even though you could at any yeah. point. So. Was there a point in your life where you just like let that shit go and were just like, I'm good at my job and it's an important job? Well, after, and I mean, I went to, like, I, I tried an on-site thing a couple of years after I was on Abstract. Uh, I went to school, mm-hmm. went for, uh, I'm not going to say what I went for, but whatever. whatever uh, went to school for it. And, uh, and it was kind of along the same lines of mm-hmm. what, like, uh, Mm-hmm. What I was already used to because I've already been through all the shit, like all the humanity, you know, seen not only seen the, you know, the addiction, the, um, the, the freaking falls, the losses, the, you know, of like what alcohol, drugs, freaking whatever it can do to mm-hmm. a person. <laughs> um, and 
I also, from my experience in the uh, in the nightclub in, in the security bouncer nightclub industry, realized it was a fucking joke. Mm. And I'm not, I, I still, I won't, I won't say what I, I think you know what I did. Uh, yeah, I know what you did, yeah. But uh, it's, uh, you, you can't get a leg up because um, I felt like I was, I was going to school for the total opposite of, of what, you what was paying for my school. And how you were living your life. And how I was living life. my fucking life. Yeah. You know, like I was like, I was... At that time, I was bartending Thursday nights at Abstract, and I was getting g- girls mm. to write my shit on my computer for my Friday exam. Oh, really? Just yeah. freaking at, at, mm. at whatever I was going to school for, right? Mm. So it was like, I'm like, you know what? It's not, it's, as long as this is still allowed, as long as, like, serving alcohol... It's still freaking legal. A thing. Yeah. <laughs> Through freaking the government and shit like that. Like, what's the fucking point? Mm. You know, and I'm good at it. You are I, good at I it. I feel well, it. Well, like, you don't have to, to self-replicate <laughs> here. Like, everybody knows you're good at it. Yeah, but yeah. still, you know, I mean, also, it, it's it's weird. It's weird when I get praised for shit that I, like, every time I'm on the, on the clock, I'm like, I'm, I'm not doing enough. You know what I mean? Like, am you, I getting paid? I'm getting paid for this? Like, this, this is just natural. Let me ask you this. Do you feel like the fact that you, what you would perceive as not doing enough is exactly the reason that you're doing your job the best? Because you're playing it, like, you, you're not overplaying it. And that's what makes you so good at your job. Like, the fact that you were doing... Well, so- motherfucker, eh? I never thought it. <laughs> Yeah. Welcome to the industry yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm I'm raising my fucking bill. <laughs> <laughs> no, but for yeah, real. I think, that's also, something, I think that's something you should think about. Also, that should be in in all of our heads mm-hmm. while we're doing what we're doing. Uh, like, and not even I don't know enough about the serving and the you know what you guys were into, and you were in security for a bit, but. <laughs> I yeah. like I, I don't think I never think it's enough. You know what I mean? Like I if, know. if something slips through, like that fucking ra- I'm enraged. Right. You know, and I, I know that's like all of the guys is you know, hopefully still in this industry. The guys though that I know that are like we share stories afterwards and shit like and those mm. stories afterwards are just like, oh, are you fucking kidding me? Mm. But still, you know, it's like it, it's good to hear that that's the that's the reaction, mm-hmm. you know, to hearing the story afterwards instead of like, oh, well, this happened. I would rather hear like, oh, you, why didn't you fucking tell me? Instead of like, yeah, well, whatever, I missed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, okay. So th- since we brought that up, let's talk about some stories. Let's talk about, since we, I mean you, yeah. since you brought it up, <laughs> let's talk about some stories. Let's talk about working in a strip club. How, uh, how this, is that different? The strip club, I was pretty, I was actually... I gotta tell you, I was pretty uh, grandfathered in. Let's just okay. say that into the strip club because when uh, when the new the OG the new Roxanne's open, where yeah. the strip the, club uh, in Kitchener, yeah, yeah, where the network was, yeah. and now, is now what? Boston Pizza. What are yeah, uh, I know, Dan. I know, I know you don't know. <laughs> yeah. I know you don't know. No, I know no. you don't have. Yeah, a, yeah. I don't have your name in a plaque on the stool at all. <laughs> But uh, <laughs> Sam Breda, just awesome. You know, it was, <laughs> and I mean that was like, I'll say this: that was like the legitimate work I did at strip clubs. Uh, mm. <laughs> so when, when the Roxanne, when Roxanne's open OG in Waterloo, where the network used to be, um, it was I wasn't technically security there. I was. Uh, I would, that was still during a point where there was, like, a house for the dancers. Oh, okay. And stuff like that. So I would drive them there. Oh. Get get my wings really? while they're on. Drive them back. Is that right? Yeah. I, I, it was I pretty great. <laughs> it was pretty so great. So that's it? You drove them back and forth to the club? Back and forth. That but also, I mean, don't kid yourself. Like, in between that 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 run from the back door to the car that I would drive, that I would be driving them to, like, there was, like, 
There was dudes like Dan that were out back there. <laughs> that only happened four, four or five dozen times. <laughs> but, but also... Every year, by the way. Also, I mean, the, the best thing was, when I was doing this gig, I was still working at the apps, right? Right. And it was like during the week shit stuff. And um, it was... It was still, like, it was intense shit, man. Like, because I was rolling with some people, too, that got me the job. Mm. That I was... It was it was intense. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. But also, you know what's great? Being in the fucking stripper house. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's a, let's pivot now. And let's talk about a little bit, like... Let's be honest. People are going to see your name on this podcast when I release it and put yeah. it on Instagram. A queer and, little suave. Yeah, and they yeah. want. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, it's going to be guest X. Yeah, yeah. perfect. <laughs> <laughs> and what they're going to want to know is some fucking stories. So yeah, let's. Uh, are you ready? Well, where do you want to go with the stories? Well, man? I, I, I mean, I could is... go with I could go with my first. Like we're going to go back to volcano. Okay. Gonna, I, and I actually love this story. Because it involves my dad, too. Okay. So, my first fucking volcano story. Uh, and, I again, I said this at SNFU like three times. Mm -hmm. But I was... SNFU was playing. It was their second time playing uh, since I started. And um, they uh, they were fucking rocking out. SNFU, man. Fucking killing it, right? Mm. And uh, <laughs> so, I was stage... Left. For those of you who don't know or listening or maybe in your 20s, yeah. SNFU used to be a band. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they were awesome. <laughs> uh, but uh, so that was that was my first uh, stage band. Okay. So I was stage left. And I don't know if you guys remember the stage at the Volcano. Pretty much like any other stage except for like shorter. Yeah. So yeah, I was, it was pretty close to the floor. Yeah. So I was stage left. And I fucking, and this was back in the day, too, where, you know, for some reason, Kitchener-Waterloo had a strong skinhead fucking Yeah, it's an interesting showing. thing. And it's yeah. interesting that they really yeah. want to dial down on the fact that we used to be called Berlin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, they were really hardcore on that. And you know what? All they did was like, fuck, Whoa. Opa! Oh, it go. wasn't me! Sorry, that's my bad. No worries. I got a, I got a <laughs> pat on the knee. What do I do? How do I, oh do, I, how do, I do with it? I don't want to stain your table. Yeah, well, it's okay. I got a pat on the for that specific reason. And that concludes part one of the interview. I hope you enjoyed the show. Once we clean up the wine spill, we got part two on the go right after that. So stay tuned for that episode next week. <laughs>